we met at Falls Festival around New Year in Byron Bay. It was over New Year's, over New Year's Eve, the start of this year, so 2016, 2015. We met because we were camping near each other. So we were pretty lucky, actually. We first kind of like laid eyes on each other at the very beginning because our campsites were relatively close within one or two sort of spots. You know, when you're at festivals, you like to make friends and things like that. So I'd gone with one girlfriend and... There was about four of us and there was only her and her friend. When I met him, we were dancing to a band. I can't remember which one. I can't remember who was playing, to be honest. Picking Duck, I think. I remember her standing in the crowd at the same time and I remember seeing her around. I thought, oh, it'd be like a good opportunity to say hi and she'd already caught my attention by that stage. And he was just nearby and it just turned out that we happened to be camping with each other so we got to know each other a little bit better that way. Welcome to Love Canberra, a show about love, sex and relationships here in the heart of the nation. I'm Ivana Ho. My name's Erica, I'm 22 and I study arts and law. My name's Nathan, I'm 27 and an electrician and I live in Canberra. What were your first impressions of Erica when you met her? She seemed like a pretty nice girl, like especially being at a festival or something like that. We already shared some sort of common interest as well, which was nice. Um, she kind of had the look and the appeal of someone that I would normally talk to as well. Does she fit into what your general u- usual type is? I have more of a usual type in my head than I actually display. Like every girl that I've dated or seen previously has always been different from the one previously. So she's more of the type that I would like to see myself with as opposed to someone that I've dated previously. Was he, like, your type? Um, I don't really know if I have a type. Like, I think about that sometimes. Like, girls talk about their stereotypical, like, looking guy. But I've never really thought that looks are as important to me. Like, not to say that Nathan is ugly or anything like that. Like, you definitely have to be attracted to someone. But I find it more imper- important, like, how a person kind of makes me feel and if I feel comfortable around them. And, you know, intuitively when you meet People. Sometimes you feel more comfortable around some than others, and I think that's probably the vibe I got off Nathan and what was more important to me. But if I guess if I had to have a type, I generally date um, guys who are... I've always dated boys who have brown hair. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess, yeah, I'm not really too specific. What does she look like? Um, so she's... So she's a bit shorter than me. She's about 5'3", I think, something like that, 5'2". Um, so Nathan is... Um, how do you want me to describe him? What does he, what does he look like? I mean, um, like how tall is he? Does he have brown hair or, you know? Um, um, yeah, so Nathan is a little bit taller than me, which is always good. I'm quite short. I'm only 5'2", so Nathan's probably 5'6", or 5'7". He's brown hair and brown eyes. He has a little bit of stubble, and he's, um, 
yeah, uh, quite slim in his build. Um, and yeah, I guess just your average sort of build and body and frame. She's got brown hair and yeah, that's about it really. When the Falls Festival ended, what happens there? On the last day, just just as we were packing up, I think I got a number. And so I had all intentions of um, talking to her and like seeing her again, which is the good aim. But um, yeah, it ended and then we kind of went our separate ways. On the last night, he asked my number. Did you get his number at that point as well? Uh, no, I didn't actually. I thought it was like I knew that he lived in Canberra and I wasn't thinking too much of about future potential really just because I guess of the distance so I didn't get his number but I did give him mine I must have written the number down wrong I believe it was about maybe three or four hours after leaving the festival I sent her a message thinking just ask how she was going and stuff like that and I didn't get any response so I was like oh did you think that you would hear from her fairly soon um I wasn't quite sure, like she seemed pretty interested in me at the time of the festival, but then again, I guess we were both on holidays and both enjoying our time with friends as well, so I wasn't quite sure, I was just kind of hoping. How long was it before he got in contact with you? Um, Well, I actually ended up getting in contact with him first because I knew his last name and so I found him on Facebook and he had apparently sent me a text message which I'd never received so um because I hadn't heard from him I think maybe it was the next day I sent him a message on Facebook and you know just asked him how the trip home had been and um yeah we kept chatting that way so that's interesting then. Um, so you said that you hadn't heard from him and so you decided to contact him yourself, but it only had been like a day. I know it had only been like a day, but um, he I think he had told me that he wanted to text me that afternoon or he'd given me some indication that he was going to get in contact with me prior to that. Like I know one day really isn't that long of a time. And when I hadn't heard from him, I guess my interest was, um, definitely there and so I pursued it myself. I was pretty excited when I found like the friend request that made me a little bit excited but then I was also wondering why I didn't get a reply as well so. I think sometimes things are worth just taking a risk on and at the same time like you know there's not really much, too much to lose if you're never going to see them again and so sometimes it's just worth uh, giving it a go and yeah, I definitely think Nagel was worth taking a risk for. When you got back to Canberra and when Erica got back to Sydney, how long after all that did you end up seeing Erica again? It was probably about a month, I think, or thereabouts, maybe three weeks before. Like, we'd been talking pretty continuously over those three weeks, had a couple of phone calls and stuff like that. And then Erica and I decided that, well, I asked her if she wanted to come, like, down for the weekend and hang out, and she said yes. I don't think that at that point even there was any thought that it might be ongoing we just wanted to see how we could get along outside of like I guess in a more realistic environment like we'd only known each other for about a month at this stage and just sort of taking it as it came and the long distance thing I knew would be like a bit of a struggle so 
We were just kind of seeing how it went. And so what was it like seeing Erica again since the Falls Festival? Um, it was good. It was good. Um, one of her friends made a slight remark, something along the lines of, how do you know he's not a serial killer? <laughs> and that something's bad's going to happen, not like something bad might happen to you. And then she told me that, of course, and I was like, oh, God. And then I started thinking, I guess, little things like that, like what happens if when we met, we were both like on holidays, having a fun time, and then things have changed now. And so how were things then when you saw her again um, in this kind of new environment and you were spending a lot more time just one-on-one? might have been a little bit awkward just to start with, just to get conversation, but we'd been talking pretty rapidly for like three weeks previously, so it wasn't really an issue. Um, Hanging out wasn't too bad. It was just us that weekend. We didn't... I don't think we did anything with my friends or anything like that, which was nice. I think we went out for dinner and movies and stuff like that. Just you sort of... I guess what you would do on sort of a normal date scenario. So how often do you talk to each other now? We talk to each other like on the phone probably every day, like not necessarily through a call, but I probably text him every day and we call each other when we have time. Uh, Studying law, I do have times that are busier than others but I, we definitely call each other at least once a week. We try and talk as much as possible so we text a lot and then we try and talk on the phone at least twice a week I guess depending on how each of us is going and what's going on in our lives. And where are you normally when you um, when you pick up the phone to call Nathan? Um, so if I'm really busy or I really feel like I need to talk to Nathan I might call him on the train home from work or if it's somewhere where it fits in, like if I'm particularly busy, but I really try and set aside some time to talk to Nathan that isn't, that's specifically like Nathan time. Like, so I might find an hour or so or however long we intend to talk for um, and I'll just be at home where it's a little bit quieter and that way it's easier to open up to other to him like over the phone because I'm not worried about who can overhear my conversation or what's going on and we can just enjoy each other's company, I guess, even though he's not really there. I'm a little bit of a pacer on the phone. I just kind of stroll around and do things while I'm on the phone. I walk around or I muck around with my dog or I do a little bit of tidying up at the same time. And then we try and see each other once a fortnight. So I would either come down or Nathan comes up and then we spend the Friday night to Sunday or if I have a little bit longer, we might do Thursday night to Sunday together. Um, but I guess once a fortnight is a bit like an average. Like in the middle of the semester, I had a bit more time and I was seeing him every week. I think in mid-semester break, I spent a fair bit of time up here, but then there's some times where I might not see him for three weeks. So it's a, a little bit um, inconsistent, but we try and make it work. Mostly she comes down here. We, we try and split it up, but I think definitely she comes here more than I go to Sydney. I, just, I find it a little bit easier, maybe, she, I guess, other than the travelling, she might as well. I usually drive down to Canberra just because um, it's easier for me. Like, Nathan is an electrician, and so he works nine to five throughout the week. And if he's going to leave on a Friday afternoon, then he's not going to get to Sydney until, like, um, So that's, like a six-hour round trip on the bus. Do you ever feel bad about her having to spend so long on the bus like that? I do, definitely, because I think it's more about 10 hours because by the time she gets to Sydney, she's got to catch a train from there to where she lives and then 
I think, yeah. And then she's got to get either a car or walk from the train station home, which I do feel bad about because that's a big commitment to make every, say, two, three weekends. And it's often easier if I just jump on the bus and I can keep studying on the bus and come down to Canberra and spend some time with him that way. How do you think that um, that the long distance, having to do this long distance, has affected your relationship with Erica? Um, I definitely think it's made us more aware of what we want out of each other. Because as opposed to like a relationship where you're in the same town or it's easy enough to see each other, you can just kind of you can jump straight into it or not take like stock of what actually is going on or what you like about the other person whereas this way you've really got to be committed and know that you want something or you want to be with the other person i think it's definitely different because there's something about spending time with a person physically spending time with a person um, that can't be taken for granted or replaced but at the same time because we're traveling and i come and stay at nathan's house i have opportunity to spend these long blocks of time with Nathan that I wouldn't normally with someone who I was dating who lived in the same city as me. If you were seeing someone in the same place, you could just go to the movies one night and then a couple of nights later go for dinner and stuff like that, as opposed to spending three days just together sort of a thing. It's a different sort of challenge and a good challenge because then you get to know about a a person in some ways a little bit more quickly, but in other ways I guess it's a little bit slower because of the time that you go without seeing that person. It's definitely a good starting point knowing that you can spend that much time with someone and not get sick of them, I guess, or not want to just like run away, which helps like it's good. I guess it's a good place to build a relationship knowing that you could do that later on in the future, say if you were to live with each other or something like that. Do you tend to like set aside all the things that you have to do and sort of clear out that space as being just Erica time or how does it kind of work? Um, sometimes, sometimes that's what we have to do. Like big events, that's what we try and like coordinate. Say I'll go to Sydney for a big event or Erica will come to Canberra for a big event. But other than that, I do try and just do things like with me and her just to catch up on the time that we haven't been together. have to spend um, the entire weekend together like Nathan loves AFL and sometimes I'll go watch him play um, or we'll go watch the game together if he's not playing that the game that weekend but other times he might go by himself or he has obviously a lot more friends in the local area than I do I don't really know anyone else in Canberra but because of that he you know might go help a friend out and I do have things to do as well like I do have to study and I do have to get things done but we do try and make sure that we do have time for each other so you know sometimes on a Saturday night we might go out with his friends or we might just go out the two of us but we always try and make sure that we have as much alone time as possible and it's always things like you know you might have a couple of hours in the middle of the day just sitting um sitting down together or cooking dinner together and it's those little things like those exchanges are pretty important as well in feeling a connection with someone. Like, I don't think you necessarily need to 
spend three or four full days with someone a fortnight to feel like you're important, that seems maybe a little bit ludicrous to stop your life for that long every single fortnight. But yeah, we try and make sure that the other person feels included and important. Do you think that you are seeing Nathan almost as often as you would a boyfriend who um, who, who would live in Sydney? I think, yeah, we've actually chatted about that. And we think that the time probably balances out. It's just in a more condensed period. Like if, if we lived in the same area, I would probably see him just as much or maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but around the same amount just spread out rather than in a solid block. When it is, say, we spend three days together... That is such that great deal of time. If you were to split that up, maybe it would just... It, I think it would equal out over time. And do you think that there are any advantages of seeing Erica in this way? I think so. Maybe maybe a couple of little advantages, like we talk a lot more, which is nice. Um, we do get to spend like the time together as like block times. So that means all the other free time that we have, we can go do other things with our friends or our family and stuff like that as well. It doesn't, like it can't conflict because it's not like on a Wednesday night, we can't really just go up, but doing something together because it just doesn't work like that. I think the advantages of seeing someone in this way is that you really kind of get to immerse yourself in their lifestyle. And um, I probably met his friends a little bit more quickly than I would have because if I'm here... I don't want to sit alone by myself on um, a Saturday night or whatever. I'll go out um, to dinner or to drinks or whatever he happens to be doing with his friends. And, you know, I do get to see him um, playing sport or fixing things around the house or, you know, whatever he's up to, I get to enjoy that part. Whereas, you know, when you're only a couple months into a relationship, you might actually do those things maybe well I guess it depends for every person but you might be more inclined or someone might be more inclined to do those things independently at first what are some things that Nathan enjoys that you sort of indulge him in doing even if you might not like doing those things quite so much um (laughs) No, I think it's definitely, definitely with that, it goes more the other way. Things Nathan's enjoys, uh, definitely the football. Like, he really, really, really loves the football. I really like sport. I'm big into my AFL and other things like that. So Erica's been trying to get into it and she'll come watch games with me or if there's a game on the weekend that I want to watch, then we'll spend some time doing that. And I had never watched an AFL game, even on the TV before I started dating Nathan. Um, but I'm trying to learn the rules and I follow it a little bit now and I'll go watch him play, but I'll also watch it on the TV with him. And Which is really nice of her. Like she's literally just picked up the interest because it's a big interest of mine. It's definitely a really big part of Nathan's life that I'm trying to become involved in, but I can definitely say I don't like it as much as Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that she likes a sport as well? I think she likes it because it's becoming more of a shared thing now like we can talk about it and stuff like that but I don't think she would follow it otherwise or watch a game by herself or anything like that. There's not too many things that I do for her like that I guess. 
So I'm in the final year of my law degree and I'm constantly got assignments and studying and I, I can be quite, um, I can get quite nervous. Not out of lack of trying, I guess it just hasn't come up or the situation doesn't arise too often. Or I guess not worked up sometimes, but very stressed out. And that may mean that I need to take more time to study and things like that. And Nathan's really accommodating of, of that sort of stuff for me. He always makes me feel like I'm never asking too much, no matter how much time I need. And he will proofread things for me or he will make sure that I have like snacks and stuff while I'm studying. So I guess at the moment that's not a huge interest. But when I do come to Canberra, I think I probably can't really bring too many of my interests with me. It's not on my home like it is Nathan's, but that's something he really does for me while I am here. Are there times when you do wish that Nathan lived in Sydney with you? Oh, um, I'd never really considered that, I guess, because this is just the way it is, but if I'm to consider it right now, yeah, it's, there would be times, you know, when it would be easier um, if we lived closer together. For instance, Nathan is having surgery on his shoulder next week and I can't be there for it just because of the way I have exams and physically driving down three hours and then driving all the way back. It just won't work out. Um, so it's, it's hard not being able to be there for those sort of things. But I think overall... Um, we just accept that it, that it is the way it is and hope that in the future it might be a little bit different. We're both now looking towards some sort of future where we could live at least in the same state would be nice, which is hopefully something that we're aiming for in the not-too-distant future. Do you think that it's strange like having these thoughts about the future already? I do, because I guess it has been such a short period of time but um, everything's just gone so well so far and we get along so well that it just, it doesn't seem so foreign to have that idea. It is kind of strange that we may think about longer term things if we haven't been dating for so long. But at the same time, people get into relationships for different reasons. And I think for me, at least being in a relationship, you have to kind of foresee some sort of future like you obviously don't marry everyone you date that would be but you have to kind of foresee it not like a possibility that it could work for a long period and I do see that there's that potential with Nathan and so it doesn't seem strange to discuss like certain issues that may arise in the future especially because we're not making concrete plans it's not like in December of this year this is what's going to happen and then this will happen. Is where Nathan is a very easygoing person and that makes it easy to just be open to letting things happen as they do. The idea that we've spoken about is if she was to move to Canberra, if I was to move to Sydney, it would be sort of you'd move to your own separate place. That way you could at least build some sort of foothold. Eric is really, like she had a really good idea that she doesn't want to be just dependent. Like if she moves all the way to Canberra for all the way to Canberra for me she doesn't want to be just dependent in case something does go wrong or something happens which is possible so she wants to be able to make her own friends and find her own way around and stuff like that first how do you feel about that 
I think that's a really good idea, actually. Like, I think, yeah, the more dependence you rely on someone, then, like, the worse it'd be if something happened. Because then you'd have to pick up all and move again or find somewhere else to live or make your own friends after a breakup or something like that, which would be really difficult, I reckon. I think, personally, I probably wouldn't live with Nathan straight away just because I think it's important that I establish my own life in Canberra more than actually anything to do with him. Like, I'd like to be able to get my own hobbies, perhaps, like, join a sporting team and make my own friends and that way not be so reliant on him. And I think the easiest way for me to do that would be to have a little bit of a separate life to begin with. As it stands now, she's applied to study externally. So we're just we're just going to see how that plays out. If they the university comes back and says that's a, that's a no, then we'll have to look at other options, me moving to Sydney or something like that. Whereas if, I believe if she does get like the... Um, if they do agree to let her study externally, then she will move to Canberra. So we're sort of just, like, we have plans to live closer to each other, but we're just playing out, taking it as it comes, because I guess, yeah, that's all we can do. Do you love Nathan? Yeah, yeah, I love Nathan, definitely. Definitely, yeah. What do you love about her? Um... There's so many different things. It's just the way that she makes me feel. I like the time that we spend together and, yeah, it's lots. I think he compliments me really well. Um, I think I can be a little bit uptight at times. <laughs> I think that um, I like a lot of planning and a lot of rigour, not to make myself sound awful or boring. Like, I do quite enjoy life relaxing and things too I guess it's just a habit I've gotten myself into with my lifestyle at the moment whereas Nathan is a lot more easygoing he doesn't worry about the things that I that I worry about and so he is a lot better at making me feel relaxed and comfortable and he makes me feel very secure like if I am worrying about something that I guess is quite I guess just everyone else but is worrying me a lot then he's very good at easing that but I think in his own person I like how friendly Nathan is and I like that he can be quite outgoing but he can also be quite um, in, introverted in a way at times he likes to keep some things to himself and I like that he's very caring and supportive and I don't know. I think that when you just feel comfortable with sometimes perhaps with someone, you can't always find the words to explain it. Sometimes it just feels right. Love, Canberra is written and produced by me, Ivana Ho. The intro and outro music is by Proletur. The interstitial music is courtesy of Poddington Bear. If you like the show, you can follow me at Love CBR Podcast or leave me a rating and review in iTunes. If you have a story you'd like to share, you can write to me at lovecanberrapodcast at gmail.com. On the next episode of Love Canberra. Oh my god, it was crazy. I just logged on to sort of check out the interface and look at the camera, and then suddenly there were like 30 people in my room, and I was like,
had no hair or makeup and like was just in like casual jeans and a t-shirt or something and they were like oh take your top off and um I didn't know better so I did because once you get to know a bit better you don't do anything for free um except like chit chat that's next time on love canberra thanks for listening